Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about a one to six scale nightmare? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? Oh, if I had to place this feeling, if I had to grab the feeling <laughs> off of a conveyor belt and put it in a labeled box, okay. I would I would put it in the in the depression box, I feel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, you know, we're still living in a world with uh with two global pandemics. Yeah. So I mean, I feel you. It's it's been a time trying to find ways to be like okay and what's going on you know yes yes it has my okay my normal coping method for being okay right now would be to go to the animal crossing corner okay i have not been able to boot up animal crossing and feel like i want to do anything like i go in there and i'm just like there's trees and they have fucking fruit on them and i have to pick the fruit (laughs) and there's weeds like what is this island doing everything's growing i can't keep up with it so i'm overwhelmed by animal crossing at the moment and i'm putting it away for now but i'm not giving up on it well i turned it on the other day oh for the first time in what three weeks probably um i can't remember what i turned it on oh i turned it on because taylor wanted an item that i had oh (laughs) she was like do you have any large star bits oh man and i was like i have one i think and she goes can i have it And I was like, do I need it for that cancer table? And so we looked up the ingredient because the only like celestial, like zodiac sign item that I want is the one for me. Yeah, that's the same for me. Like I only want the the Capricorn thing. Exactly. So I look at the cancer table, takes zero large, large bits. I have everything else that I need. Nice. Except for like the actual like cancer fragments to come out. Yeah. So I was like, pfft have it you can have it nice so i logged in i sent her that uh star bit in the mail and then i turned it off well good i guess but i had weeds fucking everywhere them weeds they grow so fast well like even when i first started the game none of them were that grown oh no like (laughs) like i i guess there's like four or five stages that they can be there's like there's like the little clover looking ones. There's uh-huh. like the little sprigs of grass. Then it's like a little bit messier, right? Yeah. These were tall. <laughs> they were so tall. And I was like, my God, I got to clean this up. for so I, so, so I cleaned up all the weeds. Okay. But I do have an interesting Animal Crossing corner news factoid for you. Oh, okay. Taylor is currently creating a rock garden. Oh, man. That fucking takes all your time and energy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like the one goal that I had. And I think if things hadn't just gotten so rocky there at work <laughs> and stuff for a while, I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would still be playing and probably would have gone through with that because I made it too terraforming. I got that ability yeah. to play in the game. Oh, my right? God. That's like I still haven't good. even put on the hat. I still haven't even put on the hat yet to do it. <sighs> okay. But curating the rocks to be in one place and be in an organized area yeah. was like my dream, right? But they, they well, grow all over the island at random. You gotta like, I've seen people online that are like, all you have to do is put a mannequin every four squares in every direction and then dig holes between all the mannequins. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Like, well, that is what Taylor has done. Oh my God. That, that seems like it would take so long she took an entire evening to place mannequins all over um there's one area that she didn't cover and that's where a rock grew today and she was like son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) she was so mad 
But she put the mannequins in that spot, so I think she should be good. She made a nice little, like, plot for them. I think it's going to be great. Okay. But it's going to take a long time because, you know, she won't do the time travel stuff. Yeah, I refuse to time travel still. Yeah. Anyway, that's my one Animal Crossing corner for you. All right. I was having quite the time just watching her placing all these. She's like, do you think that's enough? I was like, I'd be safe. I'd put some more in this spot just in case. (laughs) So, yeah, she's got mannequins everywhere. That sounds like a nightmare. I mean, in all honesty, it, it... it should take you, let's say, a couple hours to, you know, place the mannequins, right? Yeah. And then it just takes six days, like, enough days as rocks grow back. Yeah. You know? It's not a big deal. I guess. And then, then to get rid of the mannequins, you just press a button and they all go away. Yeah. Like, you don't have to pick them back up, so. But did the holes stay? Because I feel like I've dug holes before and then logged off, and when I came back, the holes were gone. So the one that we watched, you don't have to dig holes in between them. You simply place the mannequins. Oh, okay. Because a rock will only spawn in a place that it has eight squares around it. Yeah. So by placing them the, like, four by four or whatever, a rock will not go in one of those spots. Okay. So we'll see. Like, I'm just waiting for... So one did pop in the right place. Like, day one. But Sweet. day two, fucked up. <laughs> so we'll we'll just see where it goes. Okay, keep me updated on that rock garden. Oh, yeah. That's that's like the end-all dream for me. Oh, wait, I did get on because she was playing, and I was like, is that a motherfucking lightning bug? Oh, yes. She was like, oh, yeah, the bugs are out. And I was like, I got to catch me a little old lightning bug. Do you really call them lightning bugs? Well, like, I call them that. Firefly? Be- I call them that because of a movie. Okay, <laughs> all right, there's that makes like, sense. There's like, oh, it's um, the Aristocats. Oh, shit, okay. The the one little dog's all I, oh, no, he says cricket bug. Well, Sorry. I somehow, like, trans transpose that into lightning bug. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I was like, well, I gotta catch me one of those. So I caught one, and then I was like, all right, I'm done. Bloop. <laughs> the end. And then that was that. All right, well, Animal Crossing Corner lives on. It does. Small though it may be. In our hearts forever. Yes. Until, I guess, there's nothing else to do or the next one comes out. Until it's too many weeds and then I'm done. (laughs) So, I have to tell you about this. It falls in line with our episode last week. Okay. So, I wanted to tell you, I do the hard reporting, Kelsey. Okay? All right. I get out there in the streets. Oh, you're doing field journalism. I went to a protest over the weekend. Nice. Where at? Uh, so it was in Dallas. Downtown? Uh, kind of. Yeah. In the heart of things? A little bit. Cool. Um, so we went out there. It was... Oh, and this is... This is... <laughs> part of the reason that I wanted to go. Part, okay? Okay. I mean, I mean, of course I wanted to go. Taylor has been dying to go to one. Right? Yeah. Like, like she has been trying to find him, but she didn't want to go alone. So we kind of had to wait till I wasn't working. Yeah. Know? So we went uh, Saturday morning. Uh, it was at Dallas City Hall. Okay. Did you know that uh, RoboCop was filmed there? What? I did not. <laughs> RoboCop was entirely filmed in Dallas. <laughs> I had By no the way. Yeah, by the way. But Taylor goes, uh, this is where the protest is going to be. So I pull it up and i was like that's motherfucking ocp right there <laughs> and she goes what and i was like that's that's the omnicorp from robocop and i like pull up the movie and that and dallas city hall is the like uh organization that buys the cops in that movie okay i, I had no fucking idea this was a dallas-based movie oh yeah like so much of it so I've now been to where a scene from RoboCop took place. Well, congratulations. It was, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> but how was the actual protest part of the protest? Well, hang on. We'll get there. Okay. It's it's just amazing to me how long this has been going on. RoboCop comments on the corrupt cop system. And that movie was made in the 80s. Yeah. And I was actually re-watching it because I was about to go to the to the building, right? 
Okay. You and want I'm to like, recreate some iconic scenes. I'm like, how fucking surreal is it that a lot of the shit that's happening in that movie is relevant to what's happening now? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It just really was wild to me how much commentary has been made about this for decades and We're nothing has happened. Living and stagnating in dystopia. I know. Like, idiocracy is here, man. It's it, happening. It's been here. So, anyway, we go to Dallas. Um, it was supposed to take place at noon, right? Yeah. So we go there, and it was supposed to happen on the, uh, like, like the grass out front. Okay. So we get there. I park in a little parking spot, like, right across the street, which was great. I kind of wanted to park a bit further, just in case, you know, like, shit got wild. Yeah. Like, I didn't want my car to get hurt in, like, what, what could happen, you know? Right. But I found a good spot. I parked there. There were cops everywhere in their cars, man. Of course. Three of them were parked, like, right around where I was most of the time. And then, like, as noon hits, they go away. When the protest so starts? Like, kind of. Okay. They just, like, weren't there. Weird. So, um, there was also a big, like, cycle event going on. I think, I think just tons of bicyclists were getting on their bikes and just, like, riding around in a big loop around okay. Dallas like just for funsies or was it a race or a protest no no it was it was part of part of a different there were like 15 protests happening okay right and we were we were just part of this one you know okay so ours actually didn't take place why <laughs> there was a bigger one down the street that uh was told to vacate and they were kicked out of where they were doing it and we ours kind of got absorbed into theirs Oh, okay. So what what we were supposed to do was we were going to all lay on the grass out front of City Hall for eight minutes and say that we couldn't breathe. Yeah. That was that was the goal for this one. Um, we get there, I don't know, seven people. <laughs> I mean, there was not a lot of people, right? And we're just waiting for more people to show up. And this one guy finally comes over. It's like 1230, I guess, maybe like 1220. Yeah. And he's like, you guys are like not in the right place. Oh, no. We, we were like, well, we, you know, we're here for ours. Like, this is what's going on. And he goes, oh, well, well, the one down the street, we were told to beat it. So we all came down here. You guys should just come join ours. And we were like, okay. And he goes, we're on the other side of the building. And we go, Okay. So we get up, we walk around the building. Kelsey. Robert. I just said seven people. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Okay. I didn't hear any of this. None of this I heard. We okay. literally turn the corner around the building. Easily a thousand people. Okay. What? It is a sea of people and we heard none of it. Oh my God. Right? All right. It's so many people. Now, that was the protest we thought we were going to be going to, you know? Okay, yeah. So, um, we get there. I will just... I'm going to go ahead and preface it up front right now. 100% peaceful. Nothing happened while we were there. That's good. Like, you see a lot of the stuff of, you know, like, cops doing the tear gas and then rioters. You know, like, people, like, like breaking stuff. Yeah. None of that. Ha none of that happened at this one. Okay. This was a completely peaceful protest, one hundred percent. That's good. We were actually like, I mean, like front. We were at the front with the speakers, like right in front of us. We were like in it, right? Yeah. So we're standing there, and it was like a preacher. So we had two preachers speak. Um, a lady that was in charge of another group that's doing some work around here and two different um like singers came up and sang songs and stuff oh, cool so uh the first guy was talking he was talking his message but our favorite one was the second uh preacher he was saying how we're not here to to ask for these changes we are here to demand these changes hell yeah we are here to demand because the systems, 
hypothetical or metaphorical knee has been on their necks this whole time. Yeah. We are not here to ask you to remove your knee. We are here to tell you, take your knee off of our neck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I have a new slogan that I think is the face of it for me. What's that? So he said, you know, I keep hearing how people want to go back to normal. Everybody says, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. He said, there is no normal. There's only going to be change now. Normal is whack and we ain't going back. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And that was the big, um, like... That's what everybody was, like, chanting whenever, like, shit would get intense, you know? Nice. So, normal is whack. We ain't going back. I love love that. That That would be what's on my sign from now on. Hell yeah. I will take it from that protest, even if that was a smaller one, but make it into a bigger message for the whole movement going out, you know? I said cheers to that. Oh, yeah. So, we loved that. So again, normal is whack. We ain't going back. All right. Then another guy came out and he was like, you know, you know, we're here to say that we want change. He's like, but we can't wait for the leaders that are already in there. They are the leaders that put us where we are. You right here. You are the leaders that we need. You are the leaders of the change. Not the people that you think are in these buildings that are supposed to make the change. You are the change. Right. That's that's a big thing. Like everyone is kind of just waiting on like we need a better president. We need, you know, changes in the police force. And like, yes, we definitely need both those things. However, we can start the change within the people, you know, like it's it's about interactions, just everyday interactions that you have with people of any color. Just be fucking cool. Like, is it so hard to just be cool? I just uh, it it's. I'm glad that we're finally starting to see some type of change, you know? I feel like this time the protests feel different because, of course, it's happened before, you know? We've seen this time and time again in our generation. We protested for gun change at Sandy Hook. We protested for gun change after, you know, every every fucking shooting we've had. Um, And now, you know, I feel like like these protests are different and something has the potential to come of this i think something will come of this you know you're supposed to be the change now when when we got there i did notice there was like an officer that like kind of stuck his head out of the building yeah and he was talking to the to the preacher guy that was like leading our whole thing so i mean i guess there was an understanding between security of the building to us outside you know okay yeah So i'm guessing some kind of exchange had happened that was like yes we're gonna set up these speakers yes we're gonna be talking but you know we're not here to break your windows and shit right right? and nobody ever made any kind of movements to do anything stupid good we were all standing there listening to these people like saying our stuff you know that's nice um it really only lasted 30 minutes maybe okay pretty short protest like, I really thought it was going to be, like, an hour or two. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, one of the points was, you know, they know that we're not going to be in these streets forever. Texas summer's coming. We're not going to yeah. be in the streets. Right. He's like, you you need to take these changes and move them elsewhere. You need to move them into people's homes, into people's hearts. Like, you need to, we need them to know that this is a change that will come just because we're not standing in the streets doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm trying so, to make just changes within my life to start consuming more media created by black creators because I, like, I look at my podcast feed and it's 95% white people. And I'm like, what am I doing? Just listening to the opinions of white people over and over again. Yeah. So I would encourage everyone else out there, like, look at the books you're reading, look at the movies you're watching, look at the podcast you're consuming. Just make an effort to listen to black voices because they're important. Um, I know that you don't like him, but if you were to listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, <laughs> okay, his co-host is Mark Bernardin. Uh, he is a black man who has been in the entertainment industry for a long time. Okay. Um, so Kevin Smith's show, you get like, 
you get like the white side but you also get like a person of color opinion right okay like viewpoint like kevin smith was really happy to see black panther because it's you know a comic book hero that like you would never see right yeah and then mark's side was a whole different side absolutely yeah it it meant something totally different and mark brings on uh guests of color all the time to discuss topics like that as well that's good so really i think a good start would be the kevin smith podcast it is funny um it's it's you know more geared towards pop culture sides of stuff you know Uh uh-huh granted i'm behind in podcasts so i'm listening to when um rise the skywalker came out in december oh wow okay (laughs) so i have not gotten to hear what mark bernardin probably has to say about what's going on right now yeah and when i get there i know that i will be riveted because i love him i i love all the stuff that he says he is an incredible man he's so smart the way that he presents arguments or the sides of things are incredible he is a fantastic human actually when kevin smith was gone because he had filmed another movie and he was off like promoting it yeah he uh he had turned the podcast from uh fat man beyond to black man beyond (laughs) he was like it's just me i can call it whatever i want (laughs) so it was black man beyond and he had a lot of guests on to discuss because watchmen was being aired at that time yeah the new watchmen tv show have you watched any of that no i haven't so it is actually a show almost entirely about race. Really? It's not really about the superheroes. The main hero is is a black man, right? Okay. But he wears the mask not to hide his identity, but because he doesn't think because it takes place in like the 60s, I think. He thinks yeah. that people wouldn't allow him to save them. I mean, if that, they were to actually see him. That makes sense for the 60s. I know, and it's full of all this stuff and Mark was talking about it so much and just just the passion that he had for the way that they were presenting this other side, uh-huh. right? It really made me want to watch it. I could never watch it before because I don't have HBO, right? Yeah. Um, I actually just bought it on Blu-ray not too long ago, so me and Taylor are going to watch it pr- pretty soon. Nice. I mean, I like Watchmen to begin with, but I think it'll be cool to see this side, you know? Yeah, I feel like I saw the movie when it came out. That's the one, like, the, the blue dude with his dick out, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one. <laughs> I remember that. Um, I think you would find this interesting about it, because uh, he had one of the writers for the show on when Kevin was gone, right? Okay. And he goes, how did you feel as a white man writing a show about black people, right? Yeah. So the guy that wrote it is a white person. Okay. And he said, well, honestly, I kind of didn't write it. He was like, I found people to be the voices and actually be from the communities that were the voices. So, like, there's a there's apparently an Asian character in the show. So he found an Asian writer. Okay, good. So he, like, Brought, got the voices. He did. He went and found the people that have those voices. They may not have liked Watchmen, but they could be real on like the cultural side of it right yeah that's great so i think he said that he filled his writer's room with like half like watchmen comic book fanatics and half people that didn't give a shit about the comic (laughs) because these people would be the real people side and these people would stay true to what you know like the fans of watchmen want you know okay yeah and so together they kind of melded and made this great team because apparently it is a fantabulous show Good. Well, with HBO money, it's kind of gotta be. Yeah. Well, I mean, does it? Because Game of Thrones is not that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know, he filled his room with that. And actually, another thing that he did was he would kind of interview the people and say, here's what I think about the show, like where it should go. Yeah. And he would listen to everything they said. And if anybody said, that sounds phenomenal, that's great. He would not hire them. Okay. (laughs) He would only hire the people that were like, that doesn't really make any sense. Whoever had the balls to question him and be willing to go, I don't think that works because of this. And here's what I would do. 
Yeah. Those are the people that he brought in. See, that's good because not a lot of white men come from that perspective, you know? (laughs) Most white men just want like an echo chamber where they're just like, yes, please validate me. Say the same thing I'm saying, but better. I think you can only get a true opinion of anything if you have conflicting views all over, you know? Yes. Like men, when they try to write women, even just that small of a difference, it fucking sucks. So like... (laughs) trying to write people of color who have a whole different experience than the wealth of knowledge that's in your brain. I mean, it's exactly, it's, it's a whole different ball game. So I know that, you know, we are both white people discussing this topic, right? You know, if, if any of you out there find something we say to just be wrong. Yes. We have no problem with you saying, Hey, that's not really right. Please. We have no problem being corrected on a thing. I Absolutely. would like to be I would like to be as accurate as I can be. Yeah, so if we ever say anything like even the smallest shit that like rubs you the wrong way, if you have something that you want to bring up to us that we could change for you, please bring it to our attention. Um we would prefer it in an email, of course, but we're available on Twitter also. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of times that I've been editing the show I mean, these are minute things, but I'm like, oh my god, I called this movie this, or I said it was from this date, and that was wrong. Shit! Yeah. Like, anything. I mean, if you heard that we said, I don't know. One time I said The Adventure Zone instead of Adventure Time. Yeah. I mean, if you would like to correct us on that, we will apologize. Sure. But absolutely, if we say something that offends you as a person of color, or something like that, like, on a deeper level... If it's your sensibilities, please bring it to our attention. We want to be better. We want to educate ourselves. Exactly. We may go to another protest. I mean, it's always going to kind of fall to when I have time off work, you know? Yeah. They were having um, protests in the colony. Um, really? Yeah. At Five Star, the athletic okay. complex near yeah. my house. They had like one from four o'clock to seven o'clock. So it was a long ass protest. Yeah. And I really wanted to go, but at the same time, I'm still terrified that I'm going to get sick. So I didn't feel comfortable. I and... feel like if you're wearing your mask and you're not just touching everything in your field of view, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's I just... not just going to like blow across the breeze. But it does. It's a thing. Like droplets that come out of your face when you're shouting. Like in in my mind's eye what I'm picturing is people at a protest, like everyone is shouting in unison. They all have yeah. their open mouths spitting out into the air and you're breathing in all that spit from other people. Like, even well, if you do if have you're not a mask wearing a mask. on, if you have a mask on, it's filtering some of the particles. And if the other person has a mask on, it's filtering even more particles. But at the end game, there are still particles. And I don't know if that's just like my hypochondriac self, but I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I'm not comfortable. Well, then you shouldn't go. You shouldn't do anything that's not comfortable like that. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm I'm supporting everyone from the comfort of my home where I feel but safe. I will say this. One of the uh, guys leading the protest uh, did praise us for all wearing our masks. Oh, good. He was like, don't forget, this is not the only thing happening. We are still yes. living in the midst of this other pandemic. We have two things that we have to deal with now, which makes us... All the more frustrating. It's fucking bad out there, y'all. It's just bad. Yeah. He's like, so thank you all for being safe, keeping all of you that believe in this cause safe by wearing your masks here. Now let's get into it. And then, you know, we got into it. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's not like we went to it and everyone just doesn't care anymore. Everybody at this one, I feel like we had a lot of like really good, like head screwed on your shoulder type people. Good. Everybody seemed really cool, really nice. Nobody was too, like, just, like, over-exaggerated, like, angry and crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, we all believed in this and just wanted to be there, you know? That's good. I'm seeing more people in masks at protests than people in masks at the grocery store. Like, fucking mask up. billion percent true. (laughs) It's so bad out there. I hate going and touching the cartons of milk after someone else has just touched the cartons of milk. I... I can't get into it. <laughs> I scarcely leave my house anymore. I'm um, starting to go a little bit mad in here. Oh, so man. We just, like, like, roll around in the streets now. Yeah, what? we just don't care anymore. Why? 
we don't really go everywhere, but, like, we don't have a problem really going outside now. Man, I don't know. I mean, we still wear our masks and do all the stuff, you know? Yeah, you gotta gotta be vigilant. And even if, like, we touch something, I'm like, don't touch anything else on your body until we wash our hands. But I'm not scared. I don't... I don't have the same, because, like, when I used to go out, my throat would kind of tighten. Yeah, to, that's like, how I feel. I guess, try to, like, potentially block out something. <laughs> just the body's like, defense. I won't, I won't let it in. I'm not going to breathe this whole trip. But I don't find myself getting, like, as tense just being outside now. Okay, well, that's good. Maybe it's just because I have ridiculous anxiety, but I'm just, I don't know. I've been feeling very cooped up um yeah but to cope with that i rearranged a bunch of shit in my house and i feel a little bit fresher now so that's that's good i know you told me that uh you were gonna move your podcast area (laughs) to the fucking closet (laughs) that was a brief moment in time when i thought that would be a, a fantastic idea because think of all the sound dampening in there it's a small room it's yeah. full of clothes it's yeah. perfect i thought of that and then I am so mad that you didn't do it because I wanted to call you Kelsey Potter. Jesus. <laughs> just no. like stuck in your little closet. I just, I was waiting for that to be where you recorded and I was going to call you that forever. <sighs> no. I, so I had been recording in like a dark purple room. We, we painted the room dark, like Ravens football team purple when we mm-hmm. moved in because it was supposed to be like Richard's office. And then... We both had our gaming computers in there, and then when I started yeah. to work from home, I put both my computers in there. So he vacated that room and started his computer in our guest room. But with this fucking switch around that we've done, so I was getting depressed as shit in that dark little purple room because it's it's just dark all the time. Yeah. So uh, moved my gaming stuff into the guest room, got rid of the bed, moved all my art stuff in here. So it's like a podcast studio slash art studio. Okay. And then I painted it lime green, so it's like a fucking green screen in here, and it's beautifully bright and wonderful. Yeah, I saw that and was like, oh, she's just planning to just green screen it up all the time now. Hell yeah. It's so green. I love it. It's it's like I'm on the inside of a lime. Mmm, citrusy. Yes. So that's how I'm staying sane in these times. Oh, good. I honestly don't do too much. I just kind of... Really, lately, it it's just been trying to... I've been all about, like, collecting Blu-rays again. Yeah. And I'm like, I really need to stop doing that. Like, I don't really need these movies right now. Yeah, I mean, you not, know? not super, but it's fun. Yeah. Something to do. And so, I mean, you're going to have to have movies when the fucking movie theaters go out of business. Did you hear that AMC is, like, thinking they might have to shutter? So, I saw that, that they basically were like... We don't have cash to keep this like afloat. Yeah. So the company, their official statement was that we are generating effectively no revenue. Yeah. uh, Which is kind of, I mean, I understand that people aren't going to the movie theaters, but I guess AMC is just the theater itself, right? They can't actually physically release movies for you at home. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So they're just selling popcorn and t-shirts and shit. Yeah, and who's there buying popcorn and t-shirts and shit? Nobody you know? at all. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... I'm curious still to see how movie theaters are going to evolve for the pandemic. Like, I've seen some open at half capacity where they're, like, taping off every other seat, every other row. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, at what point would you feel comfortable going back to a movie theater? I kind of live the same as I do, bef- like like pre-pandemic like i don't really like to touch stuff when i'm out in public because i just don't know what kind of nasty shit people are rubbing everywhere right i've seen children licking hand bars and stuff so and i don't like stuff that's sticky and a lot of theaters are sticky so i kind of yes. have made like a a don't touch anything bubble that i've lived in <laughs> for a long time so i feel like i'd probably feel okay yeah i think if a good if a good enough movie were coming out I'd probably go maybe starting in, like, August or something. Really? I would probably head back then. Man, I I feel like if I were if I were to go to the movie theater, I would take with me, like, those sanitary wipes, you know, and just fucking wipe down the seat and wipe down yeah. just everything around me. 
Maybe even bring a blanket to sit on. I don't know. I, you can't be too careful. Because, I mean, fabric, it doesn't live in too, too long. I'm more concerned about the armrest because it lives yes. longer on, uh, like, flat surfaces like that, you know? Yeah. So I'd be more concerned about my arms touching things. I'd probably just sit with my arms crossed. And I'm always, like, touching my face during the movie and shit because I'm, like, if, if it's a scary movie, I'm covering my face or, like, <laughs> biting my hands. If it's a sad yeah. movie, I'm wiping my tears. You just have to laughing. No, you have to just sit stone faced the entire movie. Yeah, just sit there with no emotion, no fucking droplets come out of your face. So basically, only see like like a mediocre drama where it's like, yeah, some stuff's happening. (laughs) I can. That's like the only thing you can see. uh, Ad Astra. That's the only one. Yep, that's it. (laughs) Just the movie where stuff happens. Just happens. Stuff kind of happens. I gotta say, I did touch my face a lot during that movie because I was just like, what is. Why? Why are we doing this? What's Just happening? Like rubbing the chin, doing the face palm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would go back. I actually was asking Taylor, like, are there any movies out right now? And she said that the Cinemark that we go to is closed still. So, yeah. I don't even have a choice. Because I'm think... not going to travel far to go back to a movie. I think the uh, Studio Movie Grill is doing this. They've been sending me emails where they're like, uh, we're doing curbside takeaway for our food. God, we'll... <laughs> I get those all the time, too. And we'll give you free movie tickets for whenever we open back up. But, like, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going there for the food. The food is just a thing that happens when I'm at Studio Movie Grill, you know? Oh, the food is so expensive. It's so expensive. But, like, the tickets are cheap as hell, which is cool. That's why I go, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, the food is just kind of like an extra bonus that sometimes is good. Exactly. Like, I don't go there to eat. I actually kind of go, I guess I'll eat, but I'll I spend know. 50 bucks for <laughs> the never, two of us. Fuck. I'm never craving Studio Movie Girl. I'm just like, I want to go to a movie and then also have a snack. Yeah. So, does AMC closing bother you? I don't think so. I mean, I don't ever go to an AMC. Like, I, I stick strictly to the SMG. Okay, because see, I am a Cinemark guy. Okay. Front row Joe for life. <laughs> is, that the, is that the name of the uh, the cougar guy? Yeah. His little sweater. Yep, his name is Front Row Joe. Of course you know that. I fucking love him. He's the coolest. Do they still have him? Yeah. He's such a, like, a 90s character. Yeah, he doesn't lead, like, before the movies now, but he's still on, like, a lot of the promotional <laughs> oh stuff. Oh my god, he looks so... <laughs> Just the way I remember him. Like, I just Googled him for fun. Don't you be mean to Front Row Joe. I love him and his sunglasses. And he's got that, like, girlfriend cat with the the big bangs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's so cool, man. I love him. He's like the perfect mascot. What is Wikifur? Oh, no. Front Row Joe on Wikifur, the furry encyclopedia. Yep, I'm clicking that right now. Oh man, this is the tiniest little entry, but holy oh, shit, I kind of- it's one sentence, cool. I really want to just like dive into this. I'm not, I'm backing out now. That is, What's that is furry all for you. <laughs> <laughs> now oh, this just God. sounds like uh, My Little Pony stuff of just saying like Philadelphia. Holy shit, there's a stuff. furry con in Alberta, Canada called Fur A- <laughs> furry furry hey you like that furry <laughs> oh there's one in what what flag is that it's not germany it's sideways germany belgium it's called fleur okay f l u with an umlaut and then another u with an umlaut and then three f's fleur oh oh wow three f's yeah that's intense serious well this is fascinating yeah, you can explore that on your own time. Oh, yeah. I would be okay if AMC closed because Cinemark is my preferred chain, I guess. Uh-huh, yeah. But AMC is the one that does the best version of the Best Picture Showcase. What's... Are there different versions? So what AMC does is they take, like, the two weekends and they do like five movies one saturday five movies the next one and then boom you've seen them all right okay cinemark will take like the 10 movies and play like a different one each day 
for like a month and you have to kind of like piecemeal and cobble it together when you're gonna go but you have to go like 10 different days oh fuck that like you gotta go to the movies monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday you know to see like the first time time. that's so much travel exactly that's why i liked amc one because you literally go and you just enjoy a day of movies yes it's a long day but at least i'm only going to the theater twice and seeing all 10 of these movies yeah so i would be very very upset if they closed and i couldn't do the best picture showcase but then i would just hope cinemark would go you know what maybe maybe they're just not doing it because like copyright or trademark things like we can't use their format that's how they do it yeah but if they weren't a competitor we can use their method you know okay so i don't know i mean there's no benefit to them closing i don't think it's good for movies to have less theaters to compete with i think the more theaters the better i'm cool with all the little different named ones like united and uh regents and stuff you know yeah but cinemark is just the one that i prefer okay we'll see what happens i mean i'm surprised more businesses aren't just like we can't make it it's been like six months i'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that's pretty much on the edge of shuttering right now yeah i mean if you're not offering business online or like curbside pickup for your shit then yeah then you're gone sorry i mean best buy i would i would guess they're saving money because they're still selling all the same stuff they just bring it out to your to your door right Uh uh-huh and nobody goes inside so really you could just not have the ac going i mean if you want your employees to die in there they're not inside they're just hanging out outdoors in the hot texas sun yeah they got like misters and stuff and like canopies like like they have them all set up to live outside picturing a dude just like squinting with his hand over his eyes waiting at the curb for customers he's like anybody want anything today Hello. <laughs> i mean as soon as i can i do want to go back into a best buy and just smell just the electronics smell again all the dvds yeah like if i miss any one thing by being stuck at home it's going to either the movies or best buy i really miss just I don't know, shopping, I guess. I've been looking for fucking curtains. It's so hard to find curtains online. Like, what do you Google? Not just curtains, because then you get everything. I don't I tried multicolor curtains or tried geometric curtains. I don't know. I don't I don't know what I want. I want to look at the curtains. I want to feel the curtains. You go to Bed Bath and Beyond's website and then just start filtering down the things you don't want. But that's boring. I want to touch <laughs> the curtains. <laughs> well, you gotta wait yeah i can wait so so basically you need like a uh curbside curtain store yeah bring that me drive to all the homes yeah i want to drive like, so through the curtains so <laughs> see, so see you can the get these curtains and if you flip the swatch number 5009 <laughs> it's just like one guy with so like many rolodex of curtains yeah <laughs> he's like oh you want that hang on i i gotta go get that one from the truck so he has like individual rolodex things right okay but like they're uh they're like color graded so he's like all right so these are like the greens oh wait you you want blue i gotta get a whole different roll hang on what i want is like a fucking wheel of fortune no not wheel of fortune what is that show the price is right where you like grab the wheel and just like that but curtains you've been doing anything else i've been reading up on this super weird <laughs> turn the Looney Tunes has taken. So, alright. You told me about it. Told me not to read it. Yeah, I don't want you to read this article because I want to... I want to... I want you to guess at a couple of things here. So... Okay. Alright, so basically what they're doing is they're um, bringing back Looney Tunes on HBO Max, which is HBO's new fucking thing they're doing. I don't know what it yes. is. But, um... It's... It's their Netflix... But don't they already have that with, like, HBO Go and HBO Now? So HBO Go is just, you already pay us for your normal TV. Now you can just, I mean, it is, but now they're making you pay for something else that has exclusive shows that doesn't air on actual TV. Okay. So it's like a true Netflix. Okay. All right. 
well. It's it's not like, hey, you missed last night's show? Come watch it here. Like, that was their Hulu. Now they're making their own Netflix. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. They Thank have, you. They just have a whole suite. Yeah. So what they're doing with these, uh, they have 200 new cartoons that they're featuring, which is very cool because I fucking love Looney Tunes. But okay. here's the thing. They're taking away Elmer Fudd's gun, which I'm in favor of. I want you to fucking guess what weapon they're giving him instead. So in my in my historical knowing of cartoons, okay. Uh-huh. Just hang on. To make things more kid friendly, all cartoons would take a weapon but make them like laser guns. So they're not shooting bullets, they're shooting lasers, and for some reason that makes it okay. Like Marvin right? the Martian? Kind of. Like um in the old Ninja Turtle show from the 80s, uh-huh. people would shoot guns at them, but lasers would come out instead of bullets. All right. And I was actually reading up on Gargoyles. They did the same thing with that show. Weird. So, like, in the 90s and stuff, is you you could have guns as long as your bullets were lasers. That Everything makes Everything was fine. lasers in the 90s, though. Exactly, because for some reason we decided that was kid-friendly. So I I would I would like to say he has a a laser gun of some sort, but that's all that's old news. That's like '90s stuff, right? Okay, yeah. What's what's a modern day weapon for the the hunter on the go? Does he does he pilot a drone of some sort oh to God. do this for him? <laughs> Just like an Acme drone. Yep. <laughs> Drop anvils on bugs. <laughs> I I really have no idea. This makes no fucking sense. You would never in a million years guess this. Okay. He's using a scythe. A, a fucking, scythe? A scythe. They give like him... he's death incarnate? <laughs> yes. He's, he's a hunter. And like, he could have had like a bow and arrow or something, you know? Something right, traditionally so hunter-y. 10, 10,000%. I was going to guess a slingshot or a crossbow. And then I was like, yeah. those sound dumb. I mean, a crossbow's a little intense. A slingshot would be cute. But a scythe? What? He's not a farmer. He's also not death. Like, why give him a scythe? Oh my god. Is, yeah. So, 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 can I click on this now? Yeah, absolutely. I want to read you this other paragraph here because is there? Hang on. Is there a picture of it? <laughs> there is not a picture. I really oh wish well, there then was. I don't care anymore. Um. So they've listed some other some other features of these new Looney Tunes. Uh. One episode involves Porky Pig sucking the poison out of Daffy Duck's leg. Okay. One involves Sylvester the Cat being haunted by the ghost of Tweety Bird. Okay. And Satan makes a cameo in one of them. So why can't we have the gun then? (laughs) Well, no, because it's honestly scarier with the scythe. So It's true. I guess it fits. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they're getting rid of the gun. Fuck the gun, but a scythe? A scythe? I'm just, like, picturing him, like, be very, very quiet. Shut this is so creepy. Like, I'm picturing I'm him cutting st- down wheat. <laughs> uh, that's terrifying. Oh, my God. This is, so, now I'm just trying to picture, like, what does Bugs do to get back at him? Because he used to stick his finger in the end of the gun and then would yeah. blow out the back at him. What do you do now? You can't touch that thing. And get like a, a cane and then hook it around the scythe. Like I you're guess. pulling it off the stage. I, I am fucking know. curious as to how this works. Yeah, it's going to be bizarre. I really want to see it just for the scythe. Yeah. Okay. Wow us, I guess. Yeah. HBO Max. Please. Make us, make us believe in the scythe. <laughs> but yeah, other I'm, than that, uh... I'm honestly just, like, dumbfounded is the word. Yeah, that's, that's the word that I was trying to find. I'm dumbfounded by that. That is a, uh, a good word for it. So, other than that, uh, I've been playing a new video game. I don't know if it's new. I wouldn't call it new. It's new okay. to me. It's called The Turing Test. Yes, that is kind of old. I think it came out like 2016 or something. Okay. Um, my review of it so far is that it's... I, I'm in like chapter three, I think, or we just finished chapter three. Okay. Um, it's, it, it wants to be Portal so bad, but <laughs> okay. it's like Portal's knockoff cousin. 
it's basically so the concept of it is that um the turing test is a, a test that a robot can't pass so in the game you play as ava turing who is an astronaut and you're trying to get through your astronaut base to get to your astronaut friends who are locked away for whatever reason it okay. seems there's there's a lot of environmental storytelling happening so there's like you know you read space logs of shit went down on the ship and people don't trust the ai in the ship it's very kind of kubrick in that way okay um oh f- pulling out a reference there eh? <laughs> just somebody that you don't like eh? pandering to the crowd here okay um yeah i don't know how i feel about it so far like the tests are just frustrating enough to be like it makes you want to keep going but so it's at least engaging it's engaging but it's not okay. i wouldn't call it fun <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah, i mean yeah i've played stuff like that where it's like well i mean might as well beat this next one like, yeah sure. like i want to finish it just to prove that i can because i want to know that i'm not a robot so I gotta, oh, okay i gotta do it <laughs> there was one okay. part oh my god that made me fucking crack up so there's like graffiti on the wall it's written in the style of a captcha Okay. <laughs> so that the robot can't read it and it says like don't trust the ai or something that's <laughs> hilarious so hard i think they gave it away on like playstation plus like a couple years ago or something yeah. it's like i've had it and i keep like going i think i should play this but then i just never have yeah i mean if you want to be frustrated for a few hours go ahead and play it <laughs> Well, I kept getting it confused with a different game. There was a game at E3 one year where it was basically like the movie Gravity. Uh-huh. Like, your spaceship and space station, like, get completely demolished and now you're, like, stuck in space and, like, your person had to, like, float between the different, like, areas that were broken and try to find a way to, like, escape back to Earth, right? Okay, yeah. And it looked so cool and I was always so about it. And then they released Turing Test for free that time. And I was like, I think it's that game. And it's totally not. Oh, well. My game is called Adrift. Adrift. I feel like I've heard of I finally bought once. And I still haven't played it. Well, you have so much time. Play these games. I don't have time. What are you doing with your time? I cry. Well. (laughs) Work is so evilly. Like, the way that you feel about... Um, Animal Crossing right now. Uh huh. It's kind of just how I feel about games. It's like mm. I'm not even enjoying myself fully. Like, what's the point? Yeah. So I almost just don't even play anything. Well, but, hopefully you um, can get to to play something soon. I did start playing one thing though. Oh. So, it's 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 actually E3 week right now. This Sadly. is when it would be happening. Yeah. Right? So it should be happening now. Everybody is still doing their normal, like, sales that they would do. Oh, really? Okay, that's good. Yeah, so PlayStation's doing their uh, days of play or whatever, and they were they, they got a whole bunch of stuff in there. So me and Taylor were combing through it, and we bought a couple things. So I finally got Death Stranding. Oh, good. Just so you can <laughs> have it? Uh, I actually started it just oh, really? to kind of see what it was like. Okay. And I like it. I mean, yes, you are just walking around, but... It's kind of soothing in that way. Yeah. Like, it's not a game that's really like, oh, so stressful. It's just like, hey, go deliver the shit. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, I only played it for like a few hours, right? Okay. I was like, all right, well, I'll get back to that when I have the time to play this 100-hour game. You know? <laughs> I just kind of wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. And then... So this one wasn't even on sale. It did just release that new expansion for the Mortal Kombat game that came out last Ooh. year. And I was like, what's the point of this? So it's like a whole like second story. So like the game has a story mode, right? Yeah. And they basically created like another full one to like follow it up. All right. So I was like, well, that's cool. And I was like, oh. but you can play as RoboCop. What? <laughs> like, like actual RoboCop? Yeah. You are fucking RoboCop beating up Liu Kang and Sonya Blade and shit. All right. I have been all about Mortal Kombat lately and figuring out how to be the best RoboCop that I can be in it. <laughs> nice. And I like played through the story mode, which was phenomenal. It was fantastic. 
And then I was like, all right, now I'm just going to learn RoboCop. And I still really suck at it. I'm not good at fighting games. Really? Yeah, I don't. I've never really gotten the concept of them. It's so much button mashing. Well, that that's like the draw. To be able to be so precise and hit like the long string of combos and stuff, that's what drives the people that want to do it. It's, it's yeah. like all about that technicality, you know? I can't do that. I have played and enjoyed one fighting game ever, and it was called Bloody Roar. Oh, I love Bloody Roar. <laughs> so good. Um, I always liked Mortal Kombat and stuff. Yeah. Mortal Kombat is the only like true fighting game that I that I do like. But it's more just because I like the people in it. Like, I love Scorpion and Sub-Zero and stuff, right? Yeah. And plus you can't beat Fatalities. They're like so cool. So, I mean, I, in, I enjoy them. Doesn't mean I'm good at them, you know? Yeah. But that's like the only one that I'd ever pick up just to to play because i like mortal kombat i always have so i went ahead and got into it and there's just so much there's so much to it like it's not just play through it beat the little story get the ending cutscene, move on right yeah now there's like gear and upgrades that you can do and there's like augments so like can like change your abilities you can change out huh. your entire move set if you want like you can say I want to be more of a ranged person, but I want him to have these three moves. You can't choose every move. You can choose, like, a certain set of moves, right? Okay. So you can customize this game to be anything you want. And I'm like, just give me RoboCop the way he comes. It's fine. <laughs> I just so want been, RoboCop. Yeah. So I've been doing that, playing that, and then it was like, well, you can only get certain cosmetic skins if you're playing in like these different towers and stuff yeah and then to upgrade the stuff takes forever kelsey it takes so long well i found out you can actually like go to one of the towers set set your character to be an ai and just let it play through all these fights for you what and just fucking level them up non-stop okay now at the end of a match you have to hit the x button so like you can't just like go to work and leave it alone yeah so i've kind of just like had it on in the background and like i'll hear a match end and i go next and then i just let him level up all this gear for me (laughs) so he's just like grinding away for you oh yeah that's kind of awesome it doesn't make the game easier it's just unlocking different things for me like cosmetic skin stuff yeah like it's not like i'm I'm like saying, oh, look, I beat this boss. Or like, I did a thing that you've never done. Like, it doesn't do that for me. Okay. You know? Yeah, that would be a little excessive. Exactly. Uh, like, it's strictly because like each character, there's like 30 characters. And each character has 100 pieces of gear that you can upgrade three times to be able to use it to Jesus. its full capacity. That's so much. Yeah. I fully upgraded a whole set of gear for RoboCop in the eight-hour workday. Goddamn. So it's not like it's even doing it fast this, yeah, this way. Yeah, it's still just, like, a lot of stuff happening. Pretty much. So I just kind of, like, hit next. I let him go, and it's it's building up, um, like, coins that I can buy some stuff with in the game, like... It doesn't get me ahead in the game. It just makes it easier to, like in Overwatch, getting, like, let's say, the coins to buy skins with, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's just, like, a more automated way to get gold for that faster. Okay. Which would be cool. It doesn't affect your game. You're still not going to win a payload match just because you have a new skin. Right. So I'm no better at the game. But that's fine. But you'll feel stronger because you're in the cool skin. Yeah, because now I have a gold RoboCop. <laughs> that's been, oh, actually, I that's like my daytime game. <laughs> but I, nighttime, Robert, he likes I do to have play. A, I do have a nighttime game. As I'm going to bed, like I'll go lay down to bed and kind of start getting ready, right? Uh-huh. I've been all about the Phoenix Wright trilogy. Oh, fuck yes. Oh my god, you hid this from me? Well, I kind of just got back into it. Because oh. I played through the first case with Taylor to see if she would like it. Yeah. And she did, but she's still not interested in, like, playing it together, kind of. 
Oh, it's so much fun together. I mean, some so of these, like, you need more than one brain for some of these fucking things you have to present. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play this on my own. So the other night, I'm in the second... I mean, I'm still in the first game. Yeah. So it's the case where uh, where where your boss gets killed. Mia. Uh-huh. That's one so of my favorite cases. Ugh. I just did the first day of trial where he's like, all right, we don't have enough evidence we need the uh the fucking bellhop guy to come in Uh uh-huh right so now like we have to go find more evidence because he said that there was a second person in the room yes so now i gotta go figure out what's up with the second person and that whole part of the trial took me like two hours yeah because so much reading and i was like you know what a lot i gotta be done nighttime game done now it's two hours (laughs) oh my god i'm so happy you're playing this so it's my favorite game yeah. ever. So every night I'm kind of plugging away, and hopefully I'll finally get to know the trilogy because I've only ever played the first one still. Yeah. So I loved the first one. Like, don't get me wrong, I loved it. Yeah. But I've never owned two and three to ever play them. I know you. And do. now I do. So and now it's happening. And it's so pretty. It looks so good on the Switch, man. It really does. They're they're crisp. They are. They're lo- it looks so good because I remember playing it on the Game Boy and being like, "This is cool," but it's yeah. it's like playing an entirely different game right now. Yeah, I played them all on the DS, and I would so much have preferred to play them on the Switch originally. Oh yeah, I mean the DS is cool because you have the touch screen and it's like a whole thing with the touch screen. But man, just like hovering over a DS, you and your boyfriend for like. <laughs> six hours at a time yeah. no, especially no, no, no. the 3ds like fucking you get headaches and you look at that from an angle i know um have you played it on the switch at all we got them on the switch when they first came out so i've played like the first case i think on the switch and it's okay. it is just to look at the lines and the pixels i was just like hell yeah did you turn off the vibration because Every time something happens and it vibrates, it, like, shakes me to my fucking core. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, he'll go, hold it! And it goes, and, Like, it it, <laughs> it it just shakes so hard. And I'm tempted to turn them off so that it just stays still, you yeah. know? But I don't know. We'll just see what happens. So, that's my new thing. I'm progressively making it through. I will keep you up to date as I go. Hell Yes. Because I've always wanted to get to the guy that has, like, the robot mask thing on. Robot mask. Do you know mask. what I'm talking about? No. I think he's in, like, the third game. He's got, like, the weird... Hang on. Phoenix Wright. Phoenix. Phoenix Wright characters. I'm going to show them to you, and you're going to be like, oh, he's, like, my fucking favorite. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> oh, you know what? I know who you're talking about now. Yes, he is you my do. fucking favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Godot. Godot. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've always wondered what his fucking deal is. Cause he's oh, like, you're going to learn his deal. He's my favorite character. He's like, he's like one of the, he's like one of the images you see when you look up Phoenix, right? Like you always see yes. this white haired dude with the fucking triple RoboCop visor. Ooh, man, right? game three is going to Always wondered you. what's up with that. Oh my okay. God. He makes me so happy and also so sad. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so once you finish the trilogy, okay, I'm gonna force the anime upon you. <laughs> okay, and then also the movie because the movie is the best thing ever. Okay, do you have these things? I don't, but ah. the internet does. Oh, okay, well you can tell me where to find them. Yes. So yeah, I I wanted to leave you with that one bit of happiness that I am currently playing one of your favorite things in life. Thank you with that. You're welcome. All right, you want to end this court case? I was going to say, I was going to say, do you want to object? Hold it. Take that. <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. Take that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Look at that evidence. <laughs> hey, guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly every Monday this state of the world this pandemic it's not stopping us we will always be there that constant through all this mess can't stop the yemto i mean it's not like it's not like people are going places say hey 
you you kind of bored? Why don't you go listen to Yimtok? Try him out for a little bit. Uh, and then, if you like us, and you're passing us on to someone else, and then they like us, you guys can go to Apple Podcasts and give us a stellar review. That would help us out so, so much. So please do that. While you're out there giving us a review, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Twitch. You can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Uh, tell us how much you love the Phoenix Wright trilogy. <laughs> I was going to say, just tell us how much you enjoy this game and that I'm so late to the party that I'm a loser. I know. I even own... I think it's the Apollo Justice one. Yes, you own Apollo Justice? Is, yeah, I oh like got that for Christmas one year. And then I was like, well, I can't play it because it was further in the timeline. Yeah, you've got to play them in timeline order. Oh my god, yeah, there's so, so many games. There's even like Ace Attorney Investigations, which is like a whole thing. He plays I'm, Edgeworth. It's so strange. I'm going to stick to the trilogy. No, you got to play them all. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell us what your favorite attorney is from the phoenix wright trilogy let's see if it's this godot guy uh also tell us uh what what weapon you would give uh elmer fudd because a scythe ain't it yeah please tell me what your like current state of the world perfect weapon would be for him to carry around because (laughs) a scythe is so like medieval man it's really kind of terrifying like like we took him back like far back uh, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. I know that he's still posting some cool stuff and all this mess. Go give him some likes. Let him know that we all appreciate his work that he's still doing in all this. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Will I like the Phoenix Wright trilogy as much as Kelsey? Yes, even more. Not possible. one more important sound we wanted you to hear so we were at walmart the other day and i guess i randomly decided to stock masks they had like oh. five thousand boxes of them like Jesus. as you walked in so we bought one and so now i'm using like one of those little cheapo whatever masks yeah it's just like a, a blue square that you put on one of those yep. things okay yep but it has like um I, I don't really know what to call it but like when i first took it out i was like this is too small this is not gonna work. Yeah. And then I put it on, and when you grab the bottom, it, like, fans out. Yeah, it's, like, pleated. Yeah! Pleated. That's it. Like, mask deploy. Pew.